Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It's another podcast episode that's coming to you after hours. Hence, we have the wine happening somewhere. We got some beer happening somewhere. Do I, I, do I, smell, do I smell cannabis? No. Oh, okay. Maybe that's my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I have a coffee mug. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. There might or might not be wine in this coffee mug. Oh, there is definitely wine in, the, in <laughs> my cup. Hey, everyone. It's Amanda. We have two repeat guests. Um, I am trying to remember when Ashley was here. Ashley recorded an unprofessional hour with us October many moons ago. 2018. That was a long time October ago. October 2018. Yeah. I think that was like the fifth. Yeah. The fifth one that we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And back on our couch for a third time. <laughs> third time's a charm. Just move in, man. You're not getting rid of me anytime <laughs> Mr. soon. Mr. Omar. So you will remember him from two unprofessional hour fails, which turned into some of the greatest episodes, but <laughs> yeah. not at all what we intended to do. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. tonight we're actually here to talk about something really, really freaking exciting. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Ashley and Omar have decided to step out of grinding and working in clinics and actually I shouldn't say step out of grinding they're gonna be doing more of that yeah. 10 times more they are or they have opened their own clinic and studio here in Scarborough there's a lot of cheering going on <laughs> so much it's a party <laughs> damn proud of ourselves 2020 is the year of vision oh yeah. wow so Ashley and Omar opened a level wellness studio in a part of Scarborough. If any of you are familiar with Scarborough, West Hill area, I decided to travel there yesterday to go check out their space. So I just drove to West Hill and drove in circles until I found level wellness. It was pretty easy to find. You guys got like a really nice like corner lot yeah. there in that space. It's beautiful. Well, it kind of helps having like both of the units that make up the corner because then we could just kind of really make it stand out and jump out for mm -hmm. people. Well, I found it and I was driving yeah. on the wrong side of the street and I found it. <laughs> so thanks for coming back again, guys. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure as always. So Especially I know that yeah. exactly <laughs> and <Free> wine. <laughs> so I know that we always say we don't prep for anything, which is true. We don't. But I'm not going to lie. I have like a, a short list of questions that okay. I already had thought of that I want to ask you guys. I'm sorry. I know we're not supposed to prep, but no, it's okay. got all excited. If it makes you feel better, I didn't prep a fucking thing. He did not. But at least you also came through <laughs> and the saw mic. the space. So if we're trying to like explain it to you, you're not going like, uh, yeah, okay. I, I think I get it. Like you've actually seen it. So. Yes, I have seen the space. It's nice. Mark will make it there sometime. One day. Yeah. Sometime. One sometime day. soon. Well, the grand opening happens to be March the 14th and 15th. From 10 a.m. What do you have plans for your grand opening? What do we have plans? God, um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take some time so that way we can actually show people what it's like to have assessments because I know you guys I know you guys have dealt with it too where yeah. clients come in and they're like, wait, I've never I've never had this. Like why why are you <laughs> assessing or like why do you care what sport I do or yeah, yeah, the yeah. different types of martial arts that I that I participate or in? Or they're not even like, asking those questions and they're just yeah. taking off their damn clothes right in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> get me well, on the table. We still deal with that too, but I mean, to at least let people know 
when we talk about making the treatment really tailored to what's going on, we're going to find out what's going on with you or at least try to like indicate it in the right direction. Cool. Where do you want to start? There's so many questions I've got floating around my head. I know exactly <laughs> where I want to start. And it's right at the beginning because I met Ashley in 2000 and was it 15 or 16? Motherfuck. So it's not right at the front of your brain. It's not. (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, wait. Focus, focus. Right at the front of my brain. Uh, Uh, I met her in the fall of 2015. And, you know, she would talk to me about her BFF, Omar, when we were working at the clinic together. So I knew she had this friend. And then I met Omar probably six months into knowing Ashley because I needed a male therapist to come to an event with me. A company had hired me to do a customer or sorry, um, an employee appreciation day. And they wanted one male and one female RMT. And Mark said, fuck it, I don't want to do that. I'm out. So (laughs) I needed to find another quality male therapist (laughs) to come with me. Doesn't sound like anything I would say. Never. Exactly what you (laughs) said. So I asked Ashley, like, hey, your buddy that you're always talking about, who's RMT, you think he'd be interested? That's yep. how I met Omar. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to start at the beginning of how you two met. Oh, God. That's dun, where dun, I want to start. Dun. Oh, God. College. Now you're really, like, dating us and going back. Uh, we met in 2003 when we started at Centennial together. Mm-hmm. So, and he's been putting up with me ever since. So, I mean, <laughs> um, so it's been, it's definitely been a ride because we really leaned on each other a lot in school. I want to hear about this relationship and here's why. Because I know you guys separately. Like, I know you both well now and now I see it. But meeting you two is like meeting Mark and I separately and saying, how the fuck does that relationship work? What's that supposed because to mean? Omar is, Omar's take offense to this Omar is the sort of like loud and extroverted, super social friendly the first day I met Ashley, I'm telling you, I was afraid of her. This girl has a resting bitch face like you wouldn't believe. Oh my God. Yeah. And then it. she turned into be the sweetest person <laughs> that worked at the clinic with me. But the first day I met her, I was like, hey, don't get on her bad side. <laughs> and Omar is sm- like, he's smiling right now. All that right from now. a face? Yes. Oh, what yeah. does that face She's, look like if you describe it? What would it look like? I don't I don't know. It was just, don't talk to me. I don't like you. Leave me alone. I'm just going to come here and do my work. And she was the exact opposite. It's usually because I'm dealing with like whatever my friends li- like dump a lot of their drama on gotcha. me. So it's She's like that doesn't go away. Yeah. Mm. And then I've usually got like anywhere from three to six songs going on in my head, <laughs> which is great. All if the, the same songs... genre or different? No. Genre? And that's the worst part. Tempo at least? No. Beats per minute, not the same. No, no, because it'll go from Hang like the DJ. It'll go, yeah, it'll go from like Pink Floyd, yeah, somehow to Britney Spears, and I don't even know her shit, to like death metal, and I'm mm. like, okay, two out of three are good, but it's that third one where I end up. I know with that, like that the earworm that and death I'm metal like, stuff sucks, eh? Oh yeah, yeah, that's the one. I hate. That's the one. That's the one. He I actually hate. does like Britney. He's not what's wrong lying. with Britney Spears, man? I didn't say anything. What's wrong with Britney, Britney Spears? Club. I don't know. It's when you get the earworm and it's like 15 seconds, and it's the same 15 seconds gotcha, that's gotcha, stuck gotcha. in your head. Mm. So it's just like either way. When I met her. <laughs> I had, I I was judgy. I mean, everybody does it, right? You judge someone from the second you see them. Not I. And I immediately thought like, okay, so we're not going to be friends. Mm -hmm. And then it was my first night where I was going to be the last therapist there. And I came out of my last treatment and Ashley was sitting behind the front desk. And I was like, what are you still doing here? She said, well, I just hung back to make sure you were okay to lock up. You've never done this before. She's like the nicest person in the world. (laughs) I was like, oh man, I'm an asshole. I totally judged you. Did you let her know? know that you thought she was something else yeah 
we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Did you let her know that day? No, no. we were not that tight then. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was definitely judgy for sure. Were you? Um, yeah. Well, well, we. I mean, we've known each other since two thousand and three. So when the program, <clears throat> our uh, program started at Centennial College, I was just the the loud mouth. <laughs> I had to be the funniest person in the room for whatever reason. Right. That's how I picture you. And. um Ashley was super goth. I don't think yeah. I remember ever having <laughs> like the black pain, the black, the pain. Oh, uh, black hair. Yeah. Do you remember how my hair was cut? Yeah. Her hair was long, but yeah, shaved and... the entire back. Uh, okay. Um, I had a trihawk. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. Too. <laughs> Everything was black, black boots, black lipstick. Yeah. Whatever she she had has hair, these black. black boots that look like she bought them from like, aren't we naughty? Mm. Like, Which is cool. And they're I mean, super I, comfy. I mean, she, she liked black. I happen to be black. It's, it's okay. <laughs> It's a good look. It's okay. So um, I, I don't think we, we really hung out maybe in the first year. Everybody was kind of like, you know, weird and, hey, you're getting used to school. Hey, weird friends. But we were still drawn to each other. Like there was something in that friendship yeah. where we're like, we, we need to be friends. Yeah. I, mm. I, I remember that there was, you know, one particular moment where everything kind of turned. Um, there was a passing in Ashley's family and um, she had a moment. And the only thing that I thought to do was like, okay, I'm just going to hug you right now because yeah. I just feel like. That's the thing to do. And then a bunch of us like kind of like did the group hug thing. And uh, since then, you know, she, she kind of expressed her appreciation and we got yeah. a lot closer. So mm-hmm. from Centennial, um, I think I was working at TELUS, which put me through school. Thank you very much, TELUS Mobility, for <laughs> putting up on my bullshit. Um, I ended up leaving TELUS and right when I did, I started working at a clinic downstairs in the same building. I ended up leaving to go do a particular television show, which I will leave unnamed. We've already <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> we have talked Inter- about it, but I hate saying it. Uh, not that I hate the show. Okay, fuck it. I was on Canadian Idol. And, uh, Why do you say it like so negative? You know, it wasn't a negative experience. Um, I have a whole other conversation about Canadian Idol that we will have. <laughs> um, but... I, I will just say that it was a learning experience and everything that the idol wanted to do, I already did by the time I was 18. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but nonetheless, um, Ashley was my locum therapist. So she stood in for me yeah. while I was away. And I'm glad because we had some really, you know, really direct conversations because she was working at Blockbuster at the time. Oh, God. And had some issues with a funky clinic that was using her registration number without her knowing. Oh. Yeah. So no, no. I had yeah. already left that one. Okay. I'd already um, have but I knew that, that there was some there was some weirdness going on with yeah. a couple places, and you really didn't want to let go of Blockbuster because you're like, yeah, well, you know, we get bonuses and free iPods, and I'm like, you can buy an iPod with one treatment, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's think money wise, <laughs> yeah. like let's let's just figure out, you know, like I understand the bonuses, but when I said, okay, think about what you could make versus what you are making. And this is Mark it, talking to me all the time. I mean, not anymore because obviously we do this. But every time I would start to think like, you know, I could probably, you know, do better if I got a job where I had benefits or this or this or this. And then Mark would just say, what the fuck you need benefits for? Do three extra massages a week. It'll pay for whatever you need. Okay. It's true, though. I know it's true. By the time you pay into benefits, fuck. And then you don't use mo- majority of them. Like yeah. you're paying more into it than you would have paid mm-hmm. for the, the full year of, of uh, any kind of health care that you'd want benefits for. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking pay for that shit. So let me clarify, because I go through moments of time that I like to affectionately refer to as suicide by work. Mm. So I was in a very dead clinic in Oshawa that had been 
super busy up until the moment I started there, apparently. They wanted you there even if you weren't booked because they're like, people could walk in. I didn't drive. I had severe, severe driving anxiety. So all in this span of time, I was going living in Ajax, taking the bus to Oshawa to, yeah, to go sit around at a clinic for half a day. And so Blockbuster was supplementing and making it so I could pay my student loan and pay my rent and Mm. whatever, um, and just sort of survive my life. And it was great. And so when Omar was doing Idol, he was like, I need you to cover for me. I was like, I'll, I'll see if I can work it out. Maybe I'll try. I talked to his receptionist. She's like, when he went on to the show, he was like, Ashley's covering for me. And they're like, well, if she can't, he's like, no, Ashley is going to cover for me. Like there was no other choice in his world other than me. Yeah. Yeah. It was a total voluntold thing. So while he was away, I would go out to Oshawa on Mondays and that would be my day. Tuesday, I would go out in the morning and then go like take the bus straight out to Scarborough in the afternoon and treat. Wednesday morning, I was doing driver's ed because I finally was like kicking myself in the ass to get my driver's license. Thursday, uh, or and then I'd go out to Scarborough. Thursday was the same as Monday. Friday was the same as Tuesday because Blockbuster, they had actually given me the reprieve during the week. I was like, listen, my friend's doing this. I need to be available so I can treat. Other people want more hours. I'll work doubles on weekends. So then Saturday and Sunday, I would have sometimes one shift. Sometimes it would be a nine-hour shift, mm. but I would do one so or two days. you were working seven days a week Some and days. doing driver's ed. Yeah. All right. So, yes, yeah, six days one week, seven days the other. So that was like my four-week like suicide by work. But because of that, I paid off my student loan so much faster. I did actually get my driver's license. Yay. But I was able to stick into the clinic in Scarborough where he was one day a week and that one day only doing three treatments i would do more you know in those like in those three or four days than i would do the entire month while i was in oshawa mm-hmm. so it was just like it was ridiculous so when i finally had my way of worming my way out or like kind of squeezing my my way out i was gone and i mean i'm i'm careful how i speak because the chiropractor passed away from a brain aneurysm and i never want to speak ill of the dead because he was a good guy in but this, yeah but the space did he, did he also teach i don't believe so okay yeah so i was just i was still sort of like about ba- like bouncing back and forth and still doing blockbuster and the clinic that omar was working at i started working with the sister of the owner who was mm. a massage therapist and that's how amanda and i met <laughs> and when I had the opportunity to go there, that was one of those situations where I was like, I know leaving this and go like leaving that kind of nest and going there and just letting myself put like all of my eggs in one basket. I'm going to be okay. It sucked taking public transit for like two hours each way because of, yeah. But I mean, you you know, you do what you do and Mm. get through the stuff you have to get through. When we're saying blockbuster, we're talking about the the video story, right? Can I ask you a question about that? It's gonna, it's just way out in left field. Is there a First Nations discount? Because my buddy got one. He's Jamaican Chinese, and like whoever was working the desk that day just looked at him. It's like you can you can have a discount, and then they put it on his file. He's got a First Nations discount. So. The, as far as I know, then it was just that the First Nations didn't have the taxes applied to it. Ah, gotcha. So and the weirdest thing is because he just looks like a Chinaman. Like, he's Jamaican Chinese. <laughs> like, I don't understand how you even got this. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they just took a look at his name and they're like... Mm. Maybe. That's like the yeah. best kind of racial profile you could ever <laughs> yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> Pay less you look, money. You look like you need a discount. 
Yeah. It's not Take bad because instead of paying the six dollars and change, then you'd pay like four yeah. seventy five or five twenty five or something it, like that. It. Yeah, sorry. I wanted to, because he even just posted it on his Facebook recently, like with like yesterday, <laughs> yeah. his, his old Blockbuster card. Yeah. And he was actually on the podcast just very, very recently. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me think. I'm like, how did you get that discount? You never told me. And Somebody like, yeah, just assumed just... he was First Nation? Pretty cool. much, yeah. yeah. I can kind of see it, honestly. I know it doesn't make any sense because he's Jamaican Chinese, but I'm like picturing his face. I can kind of see it. From the island, anybody who's directly from yeah. the islands has this bronze to their skin. So it all, they always look a little bit different. And First Nations people naturally have that as well. It's yeah. like an olive undertone. Yeah. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. kind of see it. Yeah. And yeah, and his last name. His last name is not a typical like Chinese last name, no, I guess. No, not at all. No. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> so you guys met in college and yeah. you're unlikely friends, but likely friends like yeah. i said now that i know you guys it makes perfect sense but outward it's like when people like i said i compared it to us because when mark and i first started dating i was the class clown extroverted always mm-hmm. loud and center of attention and mark hates everything about that kind of person i don't oh, still know people that hate me from school that are like i will never talk to him again yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know how he was attracted to, but you know what i think i was starting to settle down by the time we met but he's yeah i don't think i would have liked you in your younger years you would not sure. although how much younger could i have gotten i was 24 when we started well, dating because then it probably would have been legal <laughs> <laughs> or at least not legal enough to drink together yeah well we uh yeah and i mean there would actually be some of my friends who are like i don't get it because mark is a quiet guy i mean when he's teaching or he's on stage or he's doing the podcast sure he's an animated kind of character mm-hmm. but you sit in a room with mark and if you guys are not already good friends he probably won't talk to you even if we are really good friends i can go i can go long bouts of silence and be completely happy with that yeah nothing wrong with that. yeah no there's nothing wrong with it but as i said when i f- first met you guys i was like trying to figure it out because i know how close you are and i'm like hmm how? How does this well, work? Kindred, kindred spirits are a real thing. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're kind of like mirror opposites, like as much as you can get that even down to the ridiculousness of like, he's right-handed, I'm left-handed. Like, but there are a lot of similarities as well. Like, um, Why both mirror opposites? Yeah. Mirrors opposites. <laughs> um, with uh, like backgrounds in, in music, like we both have family members that have very strong yes. ties to very famous people in music. Which is really awesome. I'm learning something <laughs> new about Ashley right now. No, I told you the last time yeah, I was here. My dad was taught by Lee Von Helm how to oh, draw. Right, yeah, you yeah, did yeah. say that. God mm-hmm. damn it! <laughs> I honestly, I need some fish oils in here. I'm, I, my <laughs> mind doesn't work anymore. You know I it forget. It's because it's my pocket. It smells like weed. <laughs> Oh boy. Lace it with ginseng yeah. next time. <laughs> well, Amanda was having fun asking me about foods I liked or not, Mark, to see if the because we you and I are very similar. And she's yeah, like, yeah. "Do you like this food?" No, well, it's because she doesn't well, drink coffee. Does, she's like, "Neither does Mark." I don't understand. So she went through like four or five things, and we <laughs> dislike most of the same. Like she doesn't things. like mustard. You don't what? like mustard. Yeah, yeah. it's a great way to fuck up a hot dog. Thank you, <laughs> and a burger. She doesn't like coffee. I don't trust people who don't drink coffee. It doesn't make sense to me. Mm. Sorry. Oh, looks like the fuck. There's some three non-trusted fuckers in the but room. You'll, None of you'll drink still coffee. drink. Oh, it. You know what? I here's the thing. I got yelled at by a by a Cairo. He's like, "That's not a co- that's a latte. What are you drinking?" Because <laughs> I had milk and sugar. That's the only way that I'll drink coffee. I tried it black. Nope. And I hated everything about my life that same day. <laughs> For real, like this tastes like shoelaces. Why am I drinking? <laughs> like shoelaces. What hippie decided to say, you know what? Let's boil a bean. Let's do that. 
Let's drink it for the day. No, <laughs> First of all, you roast them. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Woodstock. I love I love everything about coffee. I'm not gonna. I love the smell. Oh, it's beautiful. I love the taste. I like it the is. smell. I love the warmth. I love the ritual of having a coffee in the morning. I like holding. Like I literally cannot find one bad thing about coffee. Love all. I of it. I, mm. I I will drink coffee once I put other stuff in it, but I'm not a. Coffee. Then it's not a coffee. I, You're, yeah yeah. I'm your other your other friend was right. Not a coffee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Anyway, let's get back to this. So, we know how you guys met. And so you had that moment when you were comforting her. That's kind of how the friendship started. Once you left Centennial and now you guys were working for sisters. Yes. Mm -hmm. You were working for the chiropractor. You were working for the massage therapist. I wasn't even there yet. You weren't there yet. All right. But eventually that happened. When did, because I, I mean, I sort of know this, but when did you guys start having this idea that one day you're going to leave clinic life and open your own place? How long has this been in the works? Because I know Ashley's a planner. It must be about 17 years. Yes, she yeah. is. <laughs> She's very much a planner. Um, what am I eating for breakfast next Monday? She's, she's a Nothing. Planner. I don't eat breakfast. That is gross. Well, we figured out the name and registered it almost three years ago. I know that. So, <laughs> But when did the initial talks happen? Like, we we should open a clinic together. When did that happen? Um, prob- Probably about three years prior to that. I think there there comes a time in an RMT's life where you, <laughs> where you oh contemplate, gosh. like, okay, I got to look at this whole situation that I'm in and really see if it's serving me the same way that it did when I started. Like, is it... You know, like as much as you may love your clients, there are some dynamics that you may not like. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, what's what's the what's the office like? What is the dynamic between the other RMTs like? And over time, if if you're not, I'm definitely not uh, passive aggressive. If I've got an issue, I'm gonna let you know. Um, but sometimes it's like, is it worth saying something? And you let things slide under the you know under the radar until it's like, okay, I can't ignore this anymore. And I think between Ashley and I, there were moments where we were, we were we kept bringing up the same thing over and over and we're like, okay, something's got to give. Mm-hmm. Something's got to shift. And when the conversation started, we were like, okay, well, what do we, what, what do we not want it to be about? Let's take away, let's, let's talk about the things that we hate. Yeah. Like, I don't want to walk in and be hit with a wall of incense. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want it to feel fake. I want people to come in and genuinely feel like they're getting care, um, that they're cared for, that, you know, when they come in, the experience of, you know, actually seeing an RMT who's going to assess them and give their clinical assessment is part, is, is part of the, it's part of the routine. They should, they should know this. So you guys had an idea of the image and the branding that you wanted well before this was a thing. Like you yeah. knew that you wanted it to be very reflective of the type of therapist you guys are. And I assume you're, you're somewhat similar in your in your approach to people. You guys take similar courses. Part, yeah. mm-hmm. I know you used to treat each other, but I think I heard you joking out there that you guys don't treat each other That's anymore. Timing, yeah, more than it's, anything, it's yeah. just. No Speaking timing. of su- su- suicide by work, I feel oh like God. that's been my life yeah. for the last decade. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now that we're working together, it's going to be happening a lot more often for sure. A lot of it for us too is about creating the environment that's that's more authentic to who we are like i i don't watch hockey i love to play it 
I play it 10 months of the year and I am the crazy one. I am the goalie. So I'm letting people shoot pucks at me and I'm covered in bruises all of the time. She appreciated our episode where we said goalies are nuts. Yeah. Yes. Goalies are fucking weird. I, believe that. I will not doubt that in the slightest. And I think I had actually sent it to you as a text message right after I listened to it. I was like, you are right. <laughs> goalies are weird. Because <laughs> um, you're willing to stand in a net let people fire projectiles at you and the pressure of the entire game is on you. Because yep. you can lose a game and you can save a game. You cannot win a game. Yep. It's it's You have to have a very different mindset. But I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to be at work where it's like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, you know, it's good. Life's, I'm okay. And I, I want to be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm kind of limping. I've got, I got wailed in the thigh with a hockey puck. And mm. so... You know, if you hear me wince or gasp or something, it's, you know, this is what's happened. You but I mean, it's no, but yeah, I just, I want to be able to have that level of authenticity and that transparency and stuff. Did you feel that you couldn't be as authentic or be yourself when you were working in somebody else's clinic? Sometimes. And it was also, it also laid the groundwork on what type of upgrading and courses and stuff that I would want to take. Like, because if I don't think that the environment, could work like I know you guys have done Thai massage and that's been like in my top five for years mm -hmm. but where I was working to make the room like accessible yeah, yeah, yeah to make the room accessible sense. to doing Thai massage like it would have been super like jammed up and uncomfortable when you're working for somebody else you're never 100% just you yeah. it's impossible I mean there's yeah. too much pressure from a clinic owner to keep everyone happy or to fit with the brand of whatever is happening at that particular clinic yeah. and even though you might identify with a big portion of it there's always going to be this little bit like mm, of it's, it's just not about me because it's so fucking freeing just to get out of that and just yeah. be able to do whatever you you want to do I think you and I had had a conversation before and I may have spoken about it on the podcast I'm not sure that when I first started working as a therapist I felt that I had to have this um, persona of this super healthy lifestyle because yeah. I was coming from a personal training background and majority of the clinic owners that wanted me they wanted me because I had a degree in kinesiology and I had a personal training background and so I felt like I had to live up to this like fitness queen persona even though when I left fitness I left fitness like I mm. just didn't really I didn't really care to do it anymore sure the knowledge base is still there but I wanted to be able to just come in and be be me and be like, yeah, I stay up too late. I don't eat right. I drink a lot of coffee and I like wine. But no, it was like, I have protein shakes and work out. Well, mm. it, it astounds me. I have an me. accent, apparently. Yeah. Like, it, it, it seriously astounds me how many times like I look at different like upgrading courses and just to see what's out there. And when they you see like the breakdown on it. One of the things that's consistently put down is like, bring a healthy lunch. Mm. Why are you <laughs> dictating the food I should eat? You don't know if this is like my cheat day or if I've got something else going on. Or if or I maybe... just feel like eating cake. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if it's, Let yeah. them eat cake. Yes. <laughs> like, I agree. But, like, but just to see it constantly saying like, and bring a healthy lunch, bring healthy snacks. And I'm like, no, I'm going to bring what I want to eat because I want to eat it. Or I will find something around and get some sort of like deep fried garbage. <laughs> like if that's what I feel like, I will do that. If I want a salad, I'll bring a damn salad. You know, it's funny. I always have snacks on my desk and majority of the time, they're not terrible, but they're usually like, you know, chocolate chip granola bars. Yeah. This is the first day you guys are here. Like I got a bowl of vegetables on my desk. <laughs> 
Are you showing off for us, Amanda? Showing off. Mm. Healthy today. (laughs) All right, I want to know this. Since you guys kicked around the idea for so long, then you registered the name and everything else, what took so long to pull the trigger? Um, I needed to get into the housing market. Mm. It was, I was at a point where it was like, I have a really decent down payment and I can either put it into buying a business or like building a business or I could buy a house. And I was... What I had been watching the market and I was like, if I do not get in here, I'm going to be in my mom's basement for like another 15 years while I resave up the money to have my own space. And I love my mom. Her and I are super close, but it's like I need to grow and just get out on my own. And it was the same, one of the biggest kind of catalysts for, for me anyways, like when it came to the business that we were designing is like, I want to grow in the ways that I want to grow mm-hmm. and become the therapist that I want to be without someone else sort of having their, their thumb on the button. And you were on board with all this? Yeah, or were you I'm, just like, oh man, I'm ready to go now. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> well, this I, fucking thing moving. I also started, um, how long have you had the house for now? Uh, I got it in 2014. Yep. I was about to say five or six years. So six years now. Um, So I was still um, trying to figure out whether or not I wanted to get my bachelor's. I was, you know, teaching at a bunch of different places and I was like, okay, I don't like the whole contract thing over and over again. And I know having a bachelor's doesn't guarantee you a job, but it definitely changes the ability to have people look at your resumes oh, a lot sure. faster. And also, you know, um, coming from teaching my own courses, I thought it would make more sense if I had an online component mm-hmm. and the type of curriculum design and, and classroom management that comes with the, the baccalaureate because it's a, it's a specificity, specificity, that is a word, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to double check. Um, the bachelor's is of adult education and digital technology. So I thought, okay, well, if there are any things that I want to teach, I think it would serve RMTs a lot better the way that I would design it because I could create the curriculum, have them look over it, do some some online work with them. And then when it comes time to do the hands-on, so the, the design I've, I kind of had in the back of my head and how to make things easier for uh, for our people. Um, <laughs> but ultimately, in terms of pulling the trigger on the decision, I, I honestly, I, I wanted to follow Ashley's lead because... Mm-hmm. Uh, she was also waiting until she felt it was the right time to uh, to leave her clinic. And, um, you know, the final time she was like, fuck this shit. I was like, all right, <laughs> I'm down. You know, it's, it's, I, I know I said earlier, Ashley's a planner. Ashley's like the most adulting adult I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. I mean, no, for real. Like she's she's smart about like all of your moves are calculated and it's funny because as somebody who didn't know you very well i omar could verify this Mm -hmm. he probably already told you because you guys are best friends and i'm just some chick that talks to him sometimes but i said to him is she ever gonna fucking do it she's ready ashley can run her own (laughs) business she's ready what is she waiting i actually said that to him you told me that well yeah but i said it behind your back first then i said it to your face because i don't like to talk about people behind their back not offended (laughs) but you're, she's very calculated in everything she does. And I remember us having this discussion. You said, I wanted to buy my house first. And then you were saving up for yeah. the clinic. And you knew, like, I mean, fuck, she had spreadsheets of everything she was yeah. going to need. And it was so, like, down to, like, toilet paper. Like, yeah. I know how much money I'm going to need to open a functional <laughs> clinic. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing anything until I have this money and backup money for when everything explodes and goes wrong. Yeah, because even after prepping for all the things to explode it's like the pressure's on now like it's it's yeah it's painful but it's it's hard to ask for help if you don't have all of your eggs sorted out 
And that's the biggest thing. Like I, my mom and I are super close. And if I have to go to her and go like, listen, I screwed something up and I need your help with X, Y, and Z. If I haven't figured out the rest of the alphabet first, she will help me, but I am going to hear about it. And And I feel like your personality would be just a... not afraid, but you would be reluctant to ask for help because you would feel stupid in that moment. Yeah. Because you that's didn't do all the things. So yes. we haven't asked for help for any of this so far, even from the financing end. Mm. So this is all you guys, eh? Yeah. Well, I. <laughs> uh, so here's the scary part. Okay. And this is why it adds the pressure is that I remortgaged my house. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> okay. So because yeah. my, like, my mortgage was up for renewal and yeah, it was yeah. like time for the be able to drop the number and I wanted to get a hell get the hell away from the lender that I was with anyways and yeah, yeah. I was able to get yeah the bulk of it so now it's just sort of like f- the little things and we should be pretty okay as long as we get like our treatments back up a little bit more mm-hmm. yeah so. I, I I will say this I'm immensely proud of Ashley like I'm, I'm very proud of you girl like from um when we when we met till till now there's been a lot of growth there's been like I've learned a lot I, I I definitely applaud Ashley for taking the leap for, you know, there were a lot of moments where she was, you know, really apprehensive, but it wasn't actually apprehension. It was just being very calculated about the decisions. Mm-hmm. And once we started thinking about the business, you know, we were both looking at resources and I brought whatever I could to the table. She had the finances. I have an immense wealth of people in my back pocket for That's it. That's what Ashley God. told me. You got all the people. If yeah. you need anything, Omar knows a guy. Yeah, if you need anything, Omar yeah. knows that guy. Like, I'm, not, I'm the dude. Yes, no, he's got a guy. For, he's probably got a guy for guys. Like he's got everything. Yeah. <laughs> Omar's yeah. got the guys for real. And I mean that that just comes from many years of uh, you know b- performing and working in a lot of different places and Rubbing going to elbows. different high schools and yeah, <laughs> just I, I I've I've got a great circle of people that I can reach out and if I say hey you know what I got to call in a favor or I need something people know that I need it because I don't I don't ask for help but. You know, when we started looking for the space within a short span of time, we were we were able to get things together. And Ashley, you know, is is still very much like okay, this she's the 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 brain behind a lot of many things. I'm just the decor guy. I fucking, I, I fucking I found the space. <laughs> so how did you guys decide? How did you guys space. decide on the space that you you found? So like, how did you decide what part of town it's going to be? How did you decide? You know, space wise, how much you need. I had no choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ash was like, it stayed in Scarborough. Fuck I, you. Yeah, give, us, I wanted, give us the insight. As I to wanted to stay in Scarborough because um, of just working out here for 10 years, like to have clientele that would follow. Like, he, you know, he's very lucky. His clients are like, yo, yeah, no, 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 I'll drive to Scarborough. That's fine. Yeah. Most of my clients were like, I'm not driving to Pickering. Mm-hmm. Like, if you leave Scarborough, I'm not coming with you. Mm-hmm. Like, they were adamant about it and i was like uh, okay so i find that, that was clients are weird like that yeah uh, so sorry I, I i find it's very much like people are willing to go west they're not really so willing to go east and i've even had friends com- <laughs> i've had friends that were like complaining when i moved to my house in pickering and i was like i lived in ajax like you're traveling less distance to go east to Pickering, but you're like, no, I won't do it. Hmm. So I don't know. 
but yeah, I, I feel like even now when I when I speak to some of my clients and let them know, yeah, I'm moving. If I say Scarborough, they're like, oh, it's too far. Yeah, you guys are borderline Scarborough yeah. so how, so, how much? Yeah. How much of that patient retention, patients falling, your clients, whatever you want to fucking call them, how much of that did that played a big part in deciding the location? It definitely had a a, a chunk of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, there was other things like we wanted to make sure that we had a parking lot that was free parking because mm-hmm. some of, accessible. Yeah, and we didn't want to be on the second floor of a building like we wanted to be on a main floor if we mm. could um ideally we wanted to have somewhere with a park because of like wanting to have the training space and have different options we haven't even talked everything. about that yeah. the oh, fact yeah, that yeah. they've got a clinic and a fitness oh, studio we'll yeah, two we'll si- we've got we'll two sides there. um so there were just a lot of little things that we were checking off and i mean we ch- we looked f- way farther west like DVP mm-hmm. area. Did you guys have an agent or you guys did this yourselves? Oh, we had an agent. Okay. Shout out to Catherine. But I was the one that found it. <laughs> like, I was still the one that found the space it. and went, hey, you know what? We should at least put this on the let's check it out list yeah, yeah. because of where it was located. And right on the corner from where I went to high school. So I know the area well. West Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just drove in circles around there yesterday looking for you guys. Um, I have to ask an obvious question. Maybe it's not so obvious to everybody. Maybe I'm just thinking it's obvious. Mm-hmm. So you guys have been best friends forever. Yes. And now you're business partners. You want to rip each other's faces off some days? Every single day. Yes. But it's always with love. So. <laughs> what was the last thing you guys want to rip each other's faces off about? Um, I answered a question. He didn't hear the answer to my question and then continued to repeat it and didn't like me giving him more detail. I was like, I said this. No, you didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, I did. It's like, you know what? This is going to be a cyclical <laughs> argument. And I, I don't think we need to have this because... <laughs> we're bigger than this yeah <laughs> but i think i think like for sure now that we're we're older learning how to check yourself i don't need to argue about everything no. and like this is my this is one of my people i don't want to come to work and feel like i can't i can't stand yeah. being here nothing sucks more than ruining that kind of relationship so i know you're not passive aggressive you said so and you said if you know something's on your mind you'll just say it but sometimes i'm aggressive aggressive like i need to i need to chill out when i speak and just know that i'm talking to with me my friend <laughs> right I'm not talking at her or to her so do you guys feel like you've got that down in terms of when you're speaking about business you can keep it business when you're Omar and Ashley, BFFs hanging out, you can be that. Like, can you separate the two? Or is it not even a separation anymore? Is it like always business now? Um, Right now, it's very interwoven. Yeah. Just because a lot of our communication is done through FaceTime, especially with him being in school. Like, he's got to study. Um, and so I take care of a lot of the back end things. And I also have access to certain things in the back end that he doesn't have access to right now, just because mm-hmm. it doesn't, we don't need two sets of hands in it. Right. So a lot of it sort of interweaves where it's like, okay, well, we need to talk about X, Y, and Z, but he needs to study or, um, you know, if I get whaled with a hockey puck, it's like, I need, okay, you need to get me on the table because I need to get whatever spasm out of my leg to like go away. Mm-hmm. So like there's, there's a lot of that. And even when we are in those other moments of communication, like we're still talking business or when we're in an, like we're at work, we're like, you know what? We just, we need time to chill and reset and put the focus on our friendship as well. Mm-hmm. And we take those moments and we remind ourselves that we like, we need those moments of that separation because I mean, we're going to be around each other for like 12 hours a day, the the vast majority of the week. Yeah. And as much as we'll be separated into rooms while we're working, our friendship is still 
paramount. And that was one of the biggest things that we had discussed was everything that we came up with idea-wise. It was like, funny, I was thinking the exact same thing or I was thinking this. And so we've always been like same page, same paragraph. But there was nothing that's ever going to happen in the business if it meant that our friendship would put be put in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Like we're painfully raw with each other and painfully brutal and honest, which I love. Even if in the moment we're like, we need to walk away before we actually say stuff that's just going to be like, let's see if we can burn down the bridge. Like we'll, we'll walk away in those moments if we need to. But it's that honesty that we need because we need to keep everything above board. We need the transparency. We need to make sure that there's no resentment or hostility. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's how we work and it's how we've always worked as friends. We're both, yeah, we're, even in that, just communicating, we're still, we're still growing and learning how to, like, you know, find our voices to, to speak to each other in, in situations, but also our business voice. This is the first time we've run a full clinic by ourselves. So we have, you know, our business acumen from from different walks of life. We have our understandings of business practices, but putting them together and making sure they're they're cohesive and they make sense. It's 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 a new language for for both of us. It's a new dance. Yeah, we can dance if you want. It's <laughs> it's, it's always music. It's, yeah, it's dope. But uh, he always breaks out into song. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. Actually. Uh, Ashley might murder me for saying this. I'm not going to look at her when I say this. When she was giving me a tour of the clinic yesterday, she was like, and in this room, there's a fan in case you don't want to hear Omar singing. Good to know. You'll, no, you'll still well, sing singing. over top Extra of it. Loud. You will still sing over so top of it. So let me ask this you whole time, this. he's like, why is there a fucking fan in this yeah, room? Why is there a fan? Um, <laughs> Drown this noise. No, most um, of it will be to like block out the sounds of children. <laughs> yeah, in her defense, she actually did say first it was about the children in the traffic, but she's like, and Omar singing. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Because that's a thing. Actually, I'm, that's he actually something I'm excited about. all the time. It's awesome. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't mind, I don't mind, you know, um, like where I'm at now. I love the clinic and they make sure that everything's very peaceful. And you guys did a wicked podcast talking about playing up SoCan, playing music in, in public mm-hmm. spaces, mm-hmm, things like mm-hmm. that. So I, it taught me something. I've been a musician for years. I'm like, well, damn, why didn't I think about that? You're like, I love money on the fucking table (laughs) but i should have got my 40 cents (laughs) hey for the year 40 cents add up (laughs) but i um i'm really looking forward to being able to play what i want to hear yeah because it changes my whole mood and when people get on the table music changes their moods they relax a lot easier sometimes it'll bring back some memories like oh my gosh great song or memories that they may not want to hear but i will be singing a lot more i apologize (laughs) to everybody coming in now you're getting a free concert the end you get no and i i i I fully admit to being such a fan like i'm ridiculous like Mm. because i i want to support my friends and stuff like that and he is a good singer um so even like the person that came in to do the to do the side and he started singing and whatever and she asked him and i was like can i say it can i say it <laughs> and he's like uh, she's like what i'm like can i say it he's like fine i'm like he was on canadian idol <laughs> like, she's just he's proud like, of her friend which is exactly. which is cool which is which is fine exactly. and i guess i mean i'm i'm <laughs> I, I i try to be very humble about a lot of my accomplishments but i Patricia McCord, chiropractor I worked for, the first chiro, sister of mm-hmm. uh, the other the other uh, massage therapist. She said, 
humble is fine, but if you don't toot your own horn, no one will hear it. Yeah. And you're okay to be it's okay to be proud of your accomplishments. That is very true. Like I yeah. mean, there's there's a difference between being confident and conceited. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between being proud and boastful. Like the, yeah. Yeah. accomplished you and arrogant. One hundred percent have to be proud of what you do. And it's okay to be proud of what you do because you did it. Hmm. Do you guys think any two best friends could do this? Like, do you think that two people as close as you guys are could run a business? Or do you think that you guys have both had to, like you said, learn how to check yourself, learn how to communicate differently? Or do you think anybody could do this? I think you have to know how you communicate. I think that's that's really the big thing. Like, I mean, you guys are a prime example. You're married and you run, you've got the podcast and you've got Con Ed and you both, you know, do your treating. And you're taking care of little people at home. Like, mm-hmm. those are so many layers that have to be respected on their own merit, but they also blend and they're cohesive together. Okay, so then have you guys defined roles to each other yet? Or is this just roles that you have in your head? And if, whether you've defined them or, or they're just in your head, let's hear them. Like, how would you define your role in the company that you guys have individually? Oh, I'm definitely the CFO. <laughs> like, 100%. Because I am neurotic when it comes to money. Yeah. So that is, like, definitely my, like be all end all and, but. and that's not something you got elected in on right that's just where you you claimed your spot and you're like this is this oh, is where I, i'm taking this i feel like I omar was have... more than happy to give her that spot okay well let me let me be the first to tell you like i've watched this girl literally from school save up pay off all of her debts pay off her car buy a house buy a house <laughs> You know, like she's very financially sound and I've learned a lot from her. You know, can I can I actually interject? She taught me when we were working together in a clinic, she would give me the templates of how she tracked. Like, for example, when we started online billing, she made a folder for me, Mm -hmm. brought it to work and said, you can do what you like. But this is my suggestion of how you track and make sure that all of your payments from the online billing are coming to you. And I was like, you. You just you just made me a system. Yeah, yeah. cool. And I used it. Yeah. So then, including are you, are, the duo tang? Are you? <laughs> did, you did you catch that a second ago? Just just so we're clear, we both were saying yeah, yeah. In stereo, it's 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 awesome. So are your roles predefined? Then did you guys sit down and be like, okay, this is these are my tasks, these are your tasks, anything that comes along yeah, that's like this, th- this is what? mine, this is yours, or are you guys still play doing your, that as you go strengths, along? Man. We we do that as we go. Okay, but I mean, we've been friends for like God, seventeen years now. So we also know you guys our, we brain. know each other's strengths and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'm the left side of the brain, he's the right side. Hence <laughs> the decor guy. <laughs> so so which one of you guys is the is the decision maker? I think we both we, we both want to talk to each other about it. Yeah. We want to make sure that it's it's at the end of the day it's done. Um I feel like yeah, at the end of the day, we both want to have conversations about you know, what's happening, what, does, what uh, you know, even if there's a decor idea or, you know, how are we doing promos? How are we doing anything? No one person's going to take that on until I think we've proven to say, all right, you know what, you handle that, good. Um, we, we're still building the, the, the idea, building the brand and making sure that everything runs smoothly. And since it's still in its, in its infancy, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're, we're both decision makers. But I feel like at the end of the day, if Ashley says, nah, doesn't happen. So you give in more? Um, or you, or? I no, feel it's, like it's pretty. 50s. Is that what you got from that? <laughs> no, no I, it's, hey, it's, I, just, I just pulled the last line. It's, no, that was no, my it's, next question, it's, actually. It's really, who gives in more and who puts their foot down harder? It's, it's really 50 yeah. 50. Like, and, that, that. and that comes from the fact that, like, you know, if we come across something where it's like, 
oh, I was thinking, you know, we should do this for clients. It's like, funny you mentioned that. So last night while I was like chilling out and writing notes, I actually wrote this down and, you know, and everything is so same page, same paragraph. Okay, yeah, you guys share the same brain. This is easy yeah. for you guys. Then. This, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is honestly like somewhat what I was expecting, but like to the next level. Like I know you guys are in sync when it comes to this stuff. But intended level. Oh! <laughs> Not intended at all. <laughs> no. Um, have either of you ever just taken it upon yourself? You know, maybe the other person's unavailable, whatever. Have either of you ever made a decision and then the other one comes back and they're like, what did you just do? Has that happened yet? I'm saying yet because it will happen. Yes, but it was also a good thing too, though. Okay. Because he came, like he bought some of the art for the clinic. He's like, you got to wait till I see it. T- you got to wait till you see it. And he bought it. And I was like, what did you buy? And he bought this picture of a llama for the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's really cute. And I like it. But it was like that. But the first thought in my head was like, what did you buy? (laughs) Why a a llama? Why is there a smiling llama? (laughs) I mean, I love llamas. Don't get me wrong. But why a llama? You know what? Because they're cute. When when you have a moment to yourself in the loo. You want to look at llamas? You want to look at, I mean, if if you're looking, it's got to be peaceful. You don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? You don't want any anger. When you're in there, forget staring at dew, stare at a, stare at a llama. <laughs> Dewy what? grass, no. I have nothing Billowing to say. Billowing clouds, no. I have nothing to a say. Llama. Which, yeah, yeah. which <laughs> the argument against it was his nephew who's like, if I'm sitting down to use the bathroom, I don't want to look at a llama. And I was just like, girls sit all the time. You're like, I don't really care. You're a hater. It's the level yeah. llama. The yeah. level llama. I like it. <laughs> So, okay, let's actually talk about the structure of this place. Because again, like I said, I I worked with Ashley. I knew that she had this idea that one day she was going to own her own clinic. And after we stopped working together is when she said, you know, we want a whole like clinic and wellness studio. We want to have like classes. And then you guys like went and took courses and stretch classes and all this stuff. So one side of your space is a fully functional clinic. I saw it yesterday. And you've got, is it four or five treatment rooms? I was trying to describe it to Mark and I forgot. Okay, it's five. See, I forgot about one. So it's five (laughs) treatment rooms. You've, and then if you walk outside, you go to the other side, it's a fitness studio. Yeah. So why did you want to incorporate the fitness studio? How often do you have clients that talk about, oh, I wish I was doing yoga. I need to stretch more. I need to lose weight. Like there's always something that's, there's always like a fitness component or something that they acknowledge that they would rather do that's like more physically healthy. Um, but you know, we can, we can all just like rub you down and get you to your 80%. Like no problem. You want to come in every two weeks and pay off my mortgage for me. Great. You want to put my future (laughs) children in through college. Fine. If that's, if that's really what you want, I want to get you to 95 to that hundred percent. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's my skill set. So I would rather give you the opportunity to have access to like people that can do rehab or do flexibility and stretching and yoga and prenatal yoga and everything and have the opportunities available to you mm-hmm. so that you can have like the best level of care and have as close to the complete level of care that you need for your best life. Wow. You guys are like the real deal. <laughs> Who to thunk it? (laughs) Was there was there any apprehension in in launching all of this stuff at the same time? Like why everything at once? Like why not grow into it? Absolutely. 
Um, really, it was kind of just timing and and space. Yeah, like we have the clinic that we're the the space that we've designed. We have, as we were saying earlier, we've got the corner of the building, which just sort of worked out really awesome. Mm-hmm. So the side that faces Kingston Road is our clinic side. So we've got this like beautiful, bright, like teal colored wall. So when the lights are on, you can see it. Mm-hmm. And the signage is up there. And then on the side of the building is where you enter into like the studio area. And we didn't want to lose out on that space being taken up. We're like, you know what? It's a little bit more expensive. It puts us a little out of the comfort zone. But if we push and we like kick ourselves in the ass, we Mm -hmm. can make it work. And, you know, we've had from the bit of posting that we've done and we haven't even done a lot yet. Like there's constantly people like, when is yoga happening? When is prenatal yoga happening? When is any of it going to start? Do you like being out of the comfort zone? Um, when I can plan a little bit, I usually so the is no. Omar's no, no, face is no, no. So no. <laughs> I usually like because I usually panic a little bit yeah. and I become a bitch. I will fully admit that I become an absolute bitch when I'm in that panic mode. It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a defense mechanism. And then I start seeing the puzzle pieces. But do you enjoy when you're in panic mode, or is it true like fucking hysteria, the or is it an enjoyment, an anxiety, panic enjoyment as the well? The first hour, no. Okay. But then once I start seeing the puzzle pieces, gotcha. like I'm okay with it being intense and crazy yeah, and yeah. not sleeping and whatever. And that sort of like starvation mode, I'm okay with that. It's just until I start seeing the pieces. You mm. enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy it. I I mean, Mark and I are perfect to work together because we take turns freaking out about things. Yeah. But something But I like happen. freaking out. I don't mind freaking out. Like, <laughs> like she'll catch me doing something and she's like, why are you so mad? I'm like, I'm okay with being mad. Yeah. Like, I'm enjoying the anger right now. Like, yeah. something's not working and I'm and I'm smacking the desk. Yeah. I'm not I'm not truly like upset or angry. That's just and I'm enjoying I'm enjoying that process. Yeah. 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 No, we we enjoy figuring shit out. We just do it differently. So when something comes at us that should make me go, oh fuck, my life is over. I'm like, it's all right. It's all good. Everything will be fine. And then I'm pulling out like notepads, and I'm like, okay, what are we gonna do first? Whatever. But Mark gets all uppity and angry and starts hitting things. But now I finally figured out he's not freaking out in a way that's like he's giving up. He's just like, I'm gonna get this, and he just goes yeah. in more aggressive. Whereas I'm and like I get the Zen. Faster. I'm the Zen one that's like, okay. We're going to do this and I'm organized and I'm going to put this in folders and we're going to figure this out. (laughs) And so it causes a little bit of tension sometimes because when he starts yelling and shit, I'm like, you're fucking up my Zen, bro. Like, you need to (laughs) calm down. I do both. For for sure. And actually, I'm, I'm, I will say that I am pushing Ashley and myself to, to, level up a little bit because <laughs> you know what because you own a business it's no longer all right well we're gonna we're that's okay we're gonna let that slide there's no no, no yeah. you don't let anything slide there's I mean, none of that no. and, and there's one thing if you do it in a planned way if we're talking work modes for me there is no oh well, let me put this on the back burner or let me pause this till tomorrow no. it is i'm going to sit here and do this until it's done and that's that and then yeah. that's i like for me success in a, in a business like this is the everyday speed you want a you want a slow long-term game that's that's perfect but every day the day-to-day grind is yeah. fast yeah there ain't there ain't no slow day-to-day yeah, pr- grind promoting stuff fixing stuff 
meeting new people. There's there's a there's a lot of things that shift in. You're move. literally always doing something when you're mm-hmm. an entrepreneur yes. when you work yeah. for yourself. Like absolutely, Mark jokes around all the time and he calls me an army ant because I never stop moving. I'm always moving, but yeah, neither one of us ever stops. So when we do stop, like. Whatever time I think last night it was eleven PM before we stopped. And I didn't stop. You're right. You started I don't you I went don't back stop. again. There is no there is no yeah. work life balance and that's fine yeah. because I enjoy the process. What so I was gonna say is, is when we actually stop like formal like working, like when we put the stuff away, whatever obviously if an email comes in, I know he's gonna yeah. answer it. But when we finally stop, we stop. Like I mean, we're not like, okay, like let's go to the gym or let's do a physical activity. We're like, let's lay down mm. <laughs> oh yeah there was like there was there was a few nights that were like that like even um because we tried to bootstrap things as much as we could so like there'd be nights where we're painting like painting in the studio or painting in the studio painting in the clinic and getting it ready and like omar would have to like he'd hit a point where he's like i have to tap out now he's like because i still need to go home and study for an hour and do whatever and it's like yeah okay and i'm still there for three more hours and like Mm -hmm. leaving at four o'clock in the morning because i'm like this room needed to get done and yeah there is and so it was just those different things where it's like i will grind until (laughs) i drop like there isn't gonna be any downtime it's like i grind got it done Went home, jumped in the shower because I was like, I don't want to get paint on my bed and yeah. then just out. It's tough because I'm still juggling right now. I'm still finishing up school. My last three courses. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, UOIT. I mean, pardon me, OTU, whatever you call yourself <laughs> now. I love y'all, but I cannot wait to leave. Yeah. Um, I gave my my uh, my final notice at uh, my old clinic. So thankful for them. Um, so now that it's going to be full time on the grind. Okay, we can we can be together and be totally in it, but uh, yeah. it didn't matter. There is no pause button. It's like this has no. to get done. Yeah. Um, and sort of going back to the whole, you know, pushing ourselves to to have our voice. There was an issue that I saw. I I actually watched a change in Ashley, and I loved it, and I can't <laughs> wait to see it more. Um, I will murder that plumber. <laughs> I am you knew going what I was to gonna say, absolutely say fucking murder. Anyway, you guys the- actually share the same brain. I know we've said that like four <laughs> times, but like Omar can't even tell a story before Ashley's already like, I know what you're gonna say. Yep. Oh. yep. Cause, like, well, because she know she knows the moment as well, and it was it was quite recently. Um, the contractor that we got was amazing. Um, he literally was sending us pictures of before and after work it was annoying because it was like 60 images but he wanted time. to make sure that we knew and yeah. all the, all the people that he he got to work underneath him was was great this one plumber younger dude whatever we should have had this plumbing contract closed several times over yeah and he was just totally just A dicking ghost. around like he would he okay i'm gonna show up and then just not show up and ashley was handling him the majority of the time so I thought, okay, maybe there's a sexism thing going on. Maybe he just doesn't respect her because she's also just as young. Uh, people have let him get away with whatever, fine. And it completely was because he was like, wait, wait, you're an owner? Yeah, I'm the owner. Like, my name signs off on stuff. Mm. And he's like, I thought it w- I thought this space was Omar's. Like, I thought you just worked for him. I'm like, no. Nope. I'm like, and even if I did, I would be speaking on his behalf. So my word is still law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like from from other experiences, I've I'm okay with handling people and just I don't have to be super aggressive, but I can be assertive and say, look, actually he was in he was doing stuff in the bathroom, fixing whatever, and I could hear him yammering while we have clients coming in. So I opened the door and I'm like, yo, we have clients coming in. You might want to get off your call. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry, man. So 
when it came to a point where he just kept ghosting, I'm like, look, I'm going to tell the con- the head contractor every time he screws up. But Ashley, you cannot be afraid to tell people to do their job. We're, we're not, you're not a friend. You are a paid contractor. Oh yeah, you're, I'm not on your, I'm not on your, what do you say? I'm not on your happy list or I'm not on your, I don't, yeah. give, a, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to show up to yeah. your bar mitzvah. I'm not coming to your yeah. birthday. You're getting paid to do a job. Mm-hmm. You're a public servant. So serve, bro. That's <laughs> yeah. it. And um, don't be afraid to say that stuff. You're not, a, you're not a jerk for saying it. You're holding someone accountable for doing their job. And I, and I, and I gave her this analogy. Let's say you've got, I don't know, 1600 bucks in your pocket. And somebody walks up, looks you dead in the face, grabs 400 bucks out of your pocket and walks away knowing that they don't give a shit about how you feel about that money leaving your pocket. That puts things in perspective a little bit differently when you know how much you got to you got to spend to run your space and how little that individual cares about how you feel. And I promise you she tore a strip off the next day. (laughs) For real. That job got done mad quick. And the contractor was there too. Because I was like, yeah. I'm like, you know, there's some people who don't seem to understand that I am the one that is in control of the money. And there is not a dime that leaves this space that I don't okay first. And the contractor burst out laughing and high-fived me. And then all I heard is dipshit and like doing whatever he was doing and just start laughing. And then he had the audacity to come to me like 20 minutes later when he was done the work. And he's like, so, yeah, so like I, those couple of pieces that I had to replace. And I was like, yeah. He's like, so I need the money for them. I'm like, give me the receipts. And he was like, I did. I'm like, no, you didn't. This is my desk. And like, mm. I've got like five pieces of paper on the desk. Like, there's nothing. You have not given me a single thing. And he's like, oh, I, I'll have to email them to you. I'm like, sure. Email me the receipts. And I promise you. I will pay you the money. I will e-transfer you the money as quickly and as efficiently as you got the work done for me. And all he could do was walk out the door laughing just like, and you knew it was the, oh, fuck. So he's called me and like how he treated me when I called him, I did not call him back, nor did I even bother listening to the voicemail because payback is a bitch and so am I. So are you guys enjoying this building stage? And I'll tell you why, because listening to you guys talk, I'm remembering the building stage of this. I'm remembering when I, you know, would find a guy that had a whole bunch of classroom tables and I'm driving across town. I find a guy that's selling a whole bunch of chairs and I find myself in Hamilton picking up chairs. Like, can we start, can we start actually at finding the space? We had a, what, four or five month old baby and it was fucking like cold ass winter mm. and we were taking the baby that was around the, that was like one of the coldest winters that's it was that's, so yeah, that's the winter that it was cold. like minus 25 yep. minus yep. 30 and i we're we're carting all over the place but like hearing this like it, at the time it was shit and you hate doing it at the time but in retrospect you're like that was a good time like you, you you're familiar with the guys from strengthen you right yeah i carlo and christian from strengthen you on the podcast way when you guys we first are dope started. i love you guys yeah, yeah they're they awesome just, they just opened up a new location in Mississauga. Mississauga, I gotta yeah. go see it. Yeah, and I had them on and then it's like when they're reminiscing about like, you know, having to paint and lay down floor and it's it just sucks at the time but it's a good fucking memory. Like, yeah. I, I had a friend who he's, he's got a really nice gym in Richmond Hill now and when he first opened his little shitty gym, you know what, we were there all night laying down laminate floor, you know, and it sucked at the moment but in retrospect talking about it, it's like, that was a good fucking time. 
yeah. you guys are you are you guys feeling the shit on it or do, are you you knowing it's a good time? Sometimes it that sucked. Like even just in the beginning, finding <clears throat> you get the space fine. Now it's trying to find the contractor and yeah, one of my close friends his his been doing all kinds of construction work since he was really young. Yeah. And now works for a huge um, corporation. Their quote was something like 250K to do the space. Plus mm. taxes. And I'm like, look, I'm not trying to build Neverland. Like this is, <laughs> it's a massage therapy <laughs> clinic, bro. You know, we're not going to have rotating tables and disco lights yeah. at a bidet. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I just want and a space. I'm not spending $250,000 in someone else's building. That's a house. Like, yeah. Might as well yeah. just buy a house. Got it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there, there were there were some things that sucked in the beginning, but I think when it came down to like actually picking yeah little thing do you remember even when we bought like the uh like the storage ottomans for the the treatment room or like the the carts that we keep the cupping sets in like that one night we went out and we bought a whole bunch of crap and we came back i thought we were gonna go buy the stuff and go home no there's no 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 because like mark said it's gotta be done it's on his mind so we went out and bought the stuff and we came back here at 11.30 p.m. and put everything together. You know, we, ri- and you know how packaging is on anything, right? Mm. Like but you got to You got to break it's, through it's, like yeah. 7 million layers. But that's, and, the, that's the joy of it. Yeah. It's like the solo grind. It's like when I had all these tables, like it was just me. I brought up all these fucking tables up the stairs because one, they don't fit in the elevator and two, I'm a little claustrophobic. If you ever seen yeah. that fucking elevator, you don't want to be in it, right? But I mean, at the moment, I'm like huffing and puffing and hating life and sweating balls and shit in the fucking coldest winter ever. And then the but second it's, it's the, done, it's amazing. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I, I you think, guys talk. I think you and I are feeling. very similar. Because <laughs> even just, you know, we'd go buy pieces of furniture for the clinic. And like, Ohms would be like, oh, I'm going to come over because we got to put these things together. And I'm like, I'm already done. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's put together. It. Boss, it's, it's done. Chick. Trust me when I tell you. You know, like, put the get it done. put the counter together and stuff in our kitchen, and and yeah. just even like our space is very precise because mm. it's not a huge space, so we needed to make everything function in a very precise way. But everything I have in my life, as much as I work my ass off, and if I if it means not sleeping, then it means not sleeping. Yeah. There is some level of help I received at some point, and I will never forget that. So even everything that I've got now in my life all stems back to covering for Omar when he did Canadian Idol. All right, so let me ask you this then. Any close friends or family members say, you guys are fucking nuts. One, to go out on your own like this and to start over from a career that you've already been doing very well in, no, you know, no. you could have sat pretty and just and just kept doing what you're doing and been quite happy at that. And two, like you're crazy for doing that. First of all, leaving that secure space, and then two for going into business together, like two good friends going to business together. Have you had anyone say like, "Fucking bad move. This quite is going to end opposite. bad." Quite the opposite. Yeah. No, it's more. I I think the only sort of pushback I I gained that I've had was. Like family members that were more like, well, why are you going so big so quick? Mm. Like, because we know that once it gets started, it's gonna be good. Yeah. And it's, you know, the the bit of feedback that we've got about the classes that are gonna start. And people are like, when? 
and they're did you feel like you had to give it. those people a sales job or it's just like i mm-hmm. this is this is what i know is going to work for me and that's it i don't have anything else to say on this in terms of support for sure um like eva my other close friend literally was like do you I have any guys that are friends man <laughs> I, you know i i do but i'll, I'll be totally <laughs> frank like my dudes um one just left <laughs> to go uh he's running the biggest brick store in canada the one in edmonton um so he's a manager out there. Mm. Um, my my boy Kent, wicked graphic designer, and oh, he's you know he's a he's a family. He just has, he has a baby now, us. so it's like I can't even, I can't bug you. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you alone. But he literally he was up oh, till midnight awesome. yesterday finishing stationery. I love him, Kent. You're amazing. He's um, yeah, could not thank him enough. But uh, Eva, she was like, you guys would complement each other very well. She's been running her business for almost 13 years. And even my mom, she she brought soup the other day. She's like, y'all just <laughs> do your thing. Mm. I, I get it. And she was, you know, she she had a hard time as um Jamaican woman who came when she was young trying to find work, especially when she became Rastafarian. So, you know, you're not only a black woman, but now you have dreadlocks and people think all you do is smoke drugs and you're lazy and you don't have any ambitions and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And because she had a hard time, her and my dad had hard times finding work, they opened up their own shop and they hustled hard to make sure that they took care of all five of their kids. So she's always supportive and everybody behind us is like, you guys have been doing this long enough. You're dope. Just, just go. And yeah, it feels, it feels good. There are some times that you get a little worried, but it's like, nah, faith over fear. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The worry it comes, I feel like for me at least, it leaves as quickly as it comes in. Like, I'll have a moment of, oh shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because we don't have typical careers where you can budget and you know exactly what's coming in and what's going right. out. Like, there's, there's question marks, but all it takes is a second for me to step back and be like, those question marks aren't as big as I think they are. Like, we can predict all of these things. We have been doing it. Like, yeah, the fear comes in and then it's gone. I have like, a question no, for you. Good. And Connor. it drives con- and it drives the hunger too. Yeah. So yeah. At, uh, were you guys super confident when you first thought, you know what, we're going to do this. Yes. We got the space. You were like, 100%, we're yes. going to be successful no matter what. No matter what. That's it. Yes. There were no doubts. No ever. doubts. Because I think every fucking thing is possible. And I, I know, know I'm completely delusional. But I don't care. I don't think so. At I all. think anything is fucking possible, and that's all there is to the it. Man who thinks he's you're kind of is... reminding me of Robert Downey Jr. right now. Really? <laughs> Your answer's like, like yeah, yeah. I mean, you got the hair for it. <laughs> oh, boy, thank you. Beautiful hair. Yeah. Yeah, that's all there is to it, though. I if like when you said about the question marks, I'm like, those aren't question marks to me. The, that's not a question mark. No. It's just it's yeah. just you 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 turn it on harder. That's it. That's all there yeah. is to it. There's yeah. There's always an answer, and that's why. Like, and it's not was, for everybody. No, yeah. it's definitely right. not. Like when I was saying, when we take turns freaking out, like we both know they're not real freakouts. But like mm. you know, for a minute, if something didn't go right, and Mark's like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck," in that moment, I know I have to be the one to remind him. Like we know what we're doing, and we're fine. And I just show him this is what we have to do. This and he, right, and then maybe a few days down the road, I'm like, "Fuck," and he's like, "Hey." relax we got this. this is what we're doing i'm like gotcha. okay cool we're good to answer your original question about do we think everybody can do this no i do not think every best friend can do this every every pair of friends can do this i don't think everybody's suited for entrepreneurship oh absolutely um, no. I, I feel you know but, but because there's a lot of little pieces and a lot of little moving things 
it's okay to be a 70 percenter man <laughs> it's, it's okay to live your life and say yo i just want to make some dough and there's, uh, there's nothing wrong some, with that i, yeah, I think it's even better life. if you recognize that in yourself and you just and you stay in that spot then you know what finding out the hard way dropping tons of money into something and then realizing this ain't for me this. i can't do this yeah, i wasn't built for this because no, you really yeah. have to love it like yeah, you really it. have to i was telling her you know we've been here since five, i mean we were here all day we left to go get the kids drop them off to the babysitter make sure they had dinner and we've been back here since five o'clock and i said at about 7 30 i turned to him and i was like i gotta go get a coffee because mm-hmm. we're this is gonna be a long night but it wasn't like a you know when you watch movies and there's the people in the cubicles and they're sort of pulling their hair out and it's like oh i just want to go home it, it wasn't that it was more like i know i'm gonna be here till 10 30 p.m like I just let's just go get a coffee. Mm. I just need a five minute break to recharge yeah. and like let's go do this. Like yeah. being here until ten thirty PM, it doesn't phase me. It's not I'm not thinking like, yeah. oh, I can't wait it to go home. It is absolutely not for everybody. Yeah. And if you if you have fear, if you don't want to take risk, if you need security, it is not for you. And that's not a bad thing, right? Yeah. Because you are a great number one or you're a great number two. Yeah. And then for the person that is willing to take that risk and hustle hard on it and make it happen, they need a great number one or a great number two to work for them. Absolutely. So that is your role. And there's no shame in that at all, at all. Well, I had a I had a friend that didn't understand the concept of being like self-employed. And like she, like she has has a great job like mm-hmm. she probably makes um like 100 to 120,000 a year. She was talking to me one day and she kept asking me about money. And I don't have a problem like I can, I don't have an issue being transparent about what I make, yeah. but don't ask me all the goddamn time cuz it's not your business like she's at the end of the day. obsessed with the idea. Yeah. yeah. And so she had asked me one day and I just happened to have like a stack schedule and I did seven treatments that day. And so she was like, "So so how much did you make?" And I was like, well, I charge $90 an hour. So at that, it makes it 630 And she's like, oh, holla, making bank. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, first of all, you are talking <laughs> to a like transparently pale person <laughs> that That's I probably still had black hair at the time. Like it was annoying. It's okay. You're goth gangster. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, it's nice. I made that today. I'm like, I have one person booked for half an hour tomorrow. Hmm. I was like, so do you know how much money I'm going to make? She's like, how much? I'm like, technically potentially nothing because if that person doesn't show up i'm not making a dime i'm like i have one person booked for half an hour that's 60 dollars. there's a big difference between 630 and 60 i was like i pay income tax i pay hst like i just broke it all down for her and then she was like well what about like vacation and what about benefits and i'm like pardon i'm like what are those <laughs> and she actually thought i meant that literally like oh well, vacation i'm like no no i know what they fit they actually are i'm like that is not part of being self-employed and being an yeah. entrepreneur like this is i make this if i am not working i don't make money mm. and she was like oh and so it was sort of it gave her like kind of a different perspective and it gave her like a different level of respect yeah. for like everything that is entailed with you know, the types of jobs that we have and trying to explain to her is like, you know what, if you if going into healthcare is the type of direction you want to go, you're going to have to look at do you want to be an employee where you get a set amount of money per hour that you're there and you'll have all of these other things? 
but you also have the potential that if you work a different way, you could make more money, but you're going to have to be much more responsible about paying your income tax and your HST and spending out all this, putting out money in other ways. High risk, high reward, baby. Yeah. And she was like, oh, and it gave her a lot to think about, but it sort of also tamed that like weird fascination she had with the money I made, which I was Mm. very thankful for. (laughs) There's a lot of people in my life, I think, that don't quite understand why somebody would choose this lifestyle. To me, it's the only way. It makes perfect sense to me. But I, I get why people don't understand it because sure, I could go out and I mean, you and I talked about this when we went for coffee yesterday. I sort of took for granted how easy it is to make money when you work in a well-established clinic with a storefront that, you know, has a steady stream of patients just walking through the door all the time and a wait list. Like, you're fully booked all the time. You know, I could go and work there four days a week and be like, ha ha. That's literally the clinic that I work in. And that's, you know, that's the life that I had. And I didn't hate it. But there was a piece missing. It wasn't what I wanted my entire... What was missing was that I was just literally going there, treating the patients that were booked for me in this place that wasn't mine. Like, it just... I don't know. I've... It wasn't your vibration. It was not. And I mean, as much as... As much as I always say that was one of my favorite work environments, like, I mean, well, one... Where I met you, <laughs> but it was one of my favorite work environments. In that, you know, we had a lot of freedom. It, we were just renting the space. You could yeah. kind of set your own schedule, set your own hours, do what you want to do. There was still a part of me that felt like, well, I'm not really working for me, though. This isn't no. for me, and that's what was missing. Now, I, I honestly could say, as much as I work, I don't feel like I have a job. Yeah, that's like the best way I could describe. Like I, I get up every day with like, okay, this is what has to be done. And I could do it in the way that I want to do when I want to do it. I can structure what I do around dealing with my kids, not the other way around. You know, for example, um, my kids do swimming lessons and gymnastics and they do those things in like the middle of the day because I don't really like big crowds. Mm -hmm. So I go to these things in the middle of the day. But if I worked for a company where I only had the option to do the six o'clock classes or the Saturday mornings, I, it's it's not the lifestyle I want. So right. yeah, um, I give up the benefits. I give up the security. I give up the steady income for my freedom, I guess. Yes, my flexibility to live how I feel like living. To do what you love. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's to- okay. So yes, the, the fear or whatever I called it before. It's not really fear. I agree with you. I don't actually have question marks. It's a small moment of like, fuck, I need $400 right now. Am I going to make $400 right now? <laughs> yeah. I always do, but you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You love it. You love every minute of it. Mm-hmm. So did Amanda describe like the way that we laid everything out in the space? No, I told her don't because I want to see it. Okay. Yeah. And we'll wait. Maybe we'll do a podcast at our- I'm game for that. Or maybe awesome. we'll just invite a bunch of people and have like an open forum. We'll come to the open house for sure. That Please too. do. Heck yeah. So what's the end game? Do you guys have an exit strategy? Not that an exit strategy is a bad thing. An exit strategy can be a good thing. So for example, is it build this bad boy up as high and heavy as you can and sell this bad boy off and move on to the next adventure? Or what's the game plan here? I don't know if I want to be the the good life of massage therapy, man. Like, yeah, I see myself no. doing the next hand in stone because uh, the, the the business model is very different. Yeah. Um, I like. What would it take for someone to walk in and say, "I want this"? How much money do they need to give you? Well, you got to divide it between two people. Mm-hmm. Right? So. Yeah, but you also have to have the heart to make the vision 
go where it needs to go because i think the fact that it's very community based ah, i like that well yeah i mean we're right beside a daycare yeah and you know the first thing we thought was one how are we going to offer more to people mm-hmm. you know we want to sort of you know under promise but over over deliver but we also want to make sure that people know that this is a space that they can come to let's i was talking to my friends today and told them that i've got a good friend of mine who's doing two friends one's doing drop-in martial arts like intro to karate another one's doing um brazilian jiu-jitsu self-defense women's self-defense classes and i said what if we all just said one day we're going to come in do a drop-in martial arts class and then maybe on a sunday we'll all just come and play one like we'll watch kung fu movies (laughs) and make it like kung fu sunday (laughs) so we can chill and you know what i mean like make it a community thing i want to get a big projector and say, hey, you know what? We're gonna in the summertime. We'll have movies on a Friday. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Families just bring your chairs and bring the kids, and the movies free. But we'll have snacks and stuff for vendors that'll sell stuff. So just just make everybody come and enjoy it. It's it's gotta. It would have to be able to support that that vision mm-hmm. for 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 me at least to, to yeah. say, okay, I'm gonna walk away from this. And- I don't know. Like, I love what I do. Like, I've been giving, I was giving my family massages when I was a little kid. So yeah. it's just very ingrained in me. That's so a slave I can't... labor. <laughs> the parents are taking advantage of <laughs> <laughs> so My two year old gave me a massage this morning. Mm-hmm. How much did you pay her? Exactly. Um, how much did I pay her? <laughs> how much did I pay her? You fed her. <laughs> you know why she gave me a massage? Actually, it's really adorable. She's been having nightmares lately, which is not adorable. Aww. It's actually quite sad. So uh, Mark and I kind of take turns going in there and laying with her when she's genuinely when she's genuinely scared. When she just wants attention, we know. Well, yeah. I mean, I know he's a sucker. Um, <laughs> he's but a we'll go in there and we'll lay with her for a little bit until she feels okay and she feels, and then we'll leave. And so this morning she woke up a little upset. It was like 6.15. So I wasn't even really expecting her to go back to sleep because she wakes up around seven anyway. So 6.15, I went in there and I laid in her bed and I had told her before, the reason mommy and daddy don't stay is your bed is small. And if we lay here, our back starts to hurt. So we can't stay. And so I go and lay with her. I'd been in there about five minutes and she turns and whispers to me, mommy, does your back hurt? And I said, yeah, it hurts a little bit. And she started massaging my back. She massaged it for like, I don't know, 40 seconds. And then she whispers to me, does it feel better now? Like, yeah, you did it. It's better now. (laughs) You're hired. Can she come work at level? Done. Sure. (laughs) No problem. We've got cookies as of Thursday. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. I'm sure. Come for the cookies. I'm sure she'll help with all the like the daycare kids that (laughs) are constantly waving and like poking their head and super curious as to what's going on in the space. So you you don't see yourself getting out of this thing because you just enjoy this work too much, right? I, I love the work that we do and... I don't know, just to be able to have the opportunity to grow. And I mean, I want to have a family and stuff. So being able to, you know, I I don't mind grinding hard now so that like later when I do have have the little ones and stuff, that it's the same thing. I can make my schedule work around Mm -hmm. the things that I want them to experience in life. She genuinely does love what she does. I (laughs) I remember having a conversation because like I said, the two of them used to do trades. And one we time her do. coming to work saying that she massaged you for something ridiculous, like three <laughs> hours. I was like, how do you do they, that? They, what do you know? No, no, no. It has been longer. Five. Oh, it was five. Yes. Five, it was five, five and a half hours. hours. I he had, had a on five hour massage from her. As, as, as Lovely. She, it's been a while, but she has as well. I feel like, you know what? It's just, well, this is in my younger days. 
<laughs> Here's I thing. love when you put on the old man voice in my younger days. <laughs> I, you know what? Just lots of Netflix and zoning out. It's like, you know what? We need we need to take care of ourselves and we do not do it as much as we should. So if we are going to take the time out, we're just going to say, yo, I'm coming over at 9 a.m. Yeah. We're going to order whatever and just binge watch whatever series we want and, and toastito salt scrubs and there's all there's, there's always <laughs> but there's always something you f- you find something and then you'll always find something else so you can spend a whole lot of time fixing stuff you you know you get someone on the table for an hour you're like i i, I need more I yeah i don't know yeah. if i want to give a five-hour massage though i gotta be honest no we're, mm. so we were watching well, movies you do it anyway you just do it in intervals it's true <laughs> it's true you treat five people you've done the five-hour massage i guess it'd be more fun working on somebody you know and watching i know you're you're a game of thrones geek right i sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know what okay this was not <laughs> planned this was not planned <laughs> ladies and gentlemen what are you seeing? Oh, the God. Game of Thrones socks. Yes. I've seen them on Instagram so many times. <laughs> He's by got you. socks that say winter is coming too. I sure do. <laughs> I like no, what but, you guys are doing though. But like I've I've literally like just on one of the marathon marathon treatments because his ass is broken all the damn time. Yeah, literally my ass. I got a problem on my right side. Glutes that too. not firing. Um but like I will, I will snack, and I do not care. So when I say like Tostito salt scrub, I'll be like, "Here's the bag of <laughs> chips. I'm going to eat, and I'm going to continue to massage you. So you're going to get covered in salt as I treat you. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's happening. Little salt glow with a massage, and they yeah. hurt nobody. He's getting a like, salt glow, care. but I think you're getting like skin cells <laughs> on your Tostitos. Man, fiber. <laughs> a little more fiber. <laughs> I'm not. I can't. No, because I need your immune system. This is a good place to end. I'm usually treating with forearms. I don't really care, but whatever. I hear you. So even friends for 14 years, for 17 years, somewhere. I don't know. I like what you guys are doing. Sounds good, man. I like the sense of community that you guys have. The 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 more than I'm just gonna go in there and you know do massage work or do body work or have this wellness clinic. This 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 whole other piece that you guys just. I don't feel comfortable bringing my son into this space yeah i'm doing something wrong i like i, I like it i dig it mm-hmm. i think more people need to do that kind of stuff like we have a free education and networking night that we do like I just for that. the just yeah. for the fuck of it just to build fucking community mm-hmm. right it's such an important i will thing be coming do. more often I'm, yeah now that i've I'm, been dying to go yeah. and i just keep looking at my schedule well, february 21st is the next one they happen guys. quite a bit they happen okay. quite a bit so you're welcome anytime but, but yeah. i <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I totally dig the sense of community that you're building with your stuff it's it's refreshing to see that stuff it is I, I really do love what you guys are doing and I can see already just from looking around at the space I I agree with you it's going to be it's going to be a staple in that community like everyone's going to know level wellness one more question actually mm-hmm. where'd the name come from <laughs> uh, we both play video games Geeks. and we were talking yeah <laughs> and so we were we were talking about like what we want the name to sort of represent and we were talking about like balance but also um being able to improve yourself and so when we were talking about it we were like well you know level like a level or something to do with balance and being able to like a video game character you level up i dig it i like it i dig it thanks for coming by this has been fun yeah, yeah thank you it's right great on. being here on the couch again before Anytime. before we rock and roll out of here, why don't you give people uh, your contact info, your website, your uh, social platforms, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, well, the clinic is levelwellness.ca. 
you can contact Ashley or myself if you have any questions or want to come through. Honestly, we encourage people just to come through, get a hug, check out the space, feel comfortable, tell people about it. Um, Omar at levelwellness.ca or Ashley at levelwellness.ca. 416-282-2LEVEL is actually our phone number. So nice. 288, yeah, 282-2585 if you want the clinic's phone number. Right on. It's been good. Thanks for coming by. Thank you. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. Peace.